Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hoaxes and other fake news stories. People don't know if the videos that they're watching are real. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani. These fake news stories affected the election. Here to talk to you on the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Hotline. Now, with guest host Maria Ryan, here's Rudy Giuliani. Welcome back to Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and me, Dr. Maria, sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Well, you know, when it comes to it's primary time, right? People are out, you know, trying to get votes, promising things that they'll never keep. And I just have to point out my senator from New Hampshire, Maggie Hassan. She probably voted 100% with her party things that were not right for New Hampshire. Even when I look back to the Russian hoax and the impeachment, CIA knew immediately that all that information was fake. What did they do? That's a whole other subject. But I'm sure Senator Hassan, she's a smart woman, knew it was fake, but instead she voted with her party to impeach Trump. I don't respect that. You don't vote with your party. You vote for what's right and what your state wants. So not... So now what is she doing? She's down at the wall. She's down at the wall in Mexico, United States, you know, our border wall that uh, President Trump was building. What, is she helping people come in? No, she's posing, saying we need a barricade. She certainly didn't vote that way, so don't be fooled, my fellow New Hampshireites. But we have a guest on the line. We have a guest on the line. She is the mayor of Endicott. She was elected in twenty. 20. Her ma- name is Mayor Linda Jackson. And Mayor, I appreciate very much your coming on. And we are right in the middle of your beautiful city and like it very much. It looks good. Thank you so much. Uh, what questions would you like me to answer? Because well, for- uh, there is so much going on. <laughs> I know, I know. We got so little time. There are two things I'd like you to answer. First of all, how do you come out on this fracking thing? Uh, every everybody is aware of the fact the Marcellus Shale runs right down into Pennsylvania. It would it would be uh, economically very good for the state. On the other hand, there are issues you know the issues about all sorts of things that are very complicated. How do you how do you look at it? I don't get involved with the fracking because that's not that has nothing to do with the village of Endicott, and I good. have so many things to dwell on that I don't add to it. <laughs> But, okay. What are the things that worry you, Mayor? Uh, we're into clean energy now. I belong to Triple City Street Rods. I have a 1929 Ford, so it's not that I'm against <laughs> gas. I'm very much for gas. But I look at I look at what's coming. I watch the Weather Channel. All the commercials are on EV. So I'm very interested in batteries. And if you uh, knew, Endicott used to be the original yes. place of IBM. We're very important. Now we're going to be the original in clean energy. We have battery manufacturing here. We have solar manufacturing coming in. We're finally getting built back up. We have BAE who uses battery um, battery. Uh, 
uh, in their in their buses. So it's very, very important. So that's where I'm putting my energy. And as I say, I'm not against gas, and I wish they'd open up that pipeline. I'm not happy with my gas prices. They don't have to be that high just because we want electric. We have time for both. We're not positive, or we're not quite ready for all electric yet. So we need to keep using our gas until we are. So I'm kind of caught in the middle, but but I have to go with my businesses. <laughs> oh, sure you do. I mean, you've got it. That's your job. You're the mayor. You're the mayor of the city. How about the crime issue here? How how uh, crime is permeating the state? You get a place like Rochester. It has more murders than any time in its history. Is is that an issue for Endicott, Binghamton, Johnson City? We don't have it as bad as those big towns do. We have we have a local police department here in the village of Endicott, and they are excellent. They're very much on working with people rather than just arresting them blindly. They take care of the families. They realize when they, they arrest the husband that they've got a wife and kids that are going to be without somebody there to uh, give them money for clothes, for school and stuff. So it's a problem. But we need to reform the bail reform. That's definite. I mean, I don't know all the ins and outs of it. I listened to my yep. police chief. He would be the one to. So, so if Andrew gets elected, he needs to talk to my police first chief. Thing, first sure thing, first thing, first thing he'll do is submit legislation to change the bail reform so that criminals oh. are not recycled to the street immediately. You know, it's killing us in New York, Buffalo, oh, Rochester, yeah. Albany. How about, is Binghamton different? Uh, Binghamton a little bit more like the problems of a bigger city? Yes, they are. Yeah, they yeah, have a lot more. So. They have a lot more police, but they have a lot more problems. They yeah, have. They don't have the same. They don't have the same way to deal with it as Endicott does. Endicott right. is more personable, and we can. We're only three square miles, so oh. we and twelve thousand people. So, so we can be more personable. We can get into the lives of these people and don't consider them just criminals. Sometimes it's just people down on their luck that we can help them so that the police don't have to keep going to their house every week. What happened? What, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, Mayor Jackson, I'm interested in this battery issue. Where do you get the lithium? Where does your businesses get the lithium? Right now, do you know? I don't know. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't know, but I do know that they're bringing in all their suppliers because they, they both the battery company and the solar company are only going to be using suppliers in Endicott, as a matter of fact. Oh, However, I think their lithium may come their lithium may come from either Ithaca or Elmira. There's a recycling plant there that they might be getting it from. That yeah, I really don't know. Yeah, but that's exciting to know because you may know that lithium is comes a lot from Africa and it's now Chinese owned um, oh, so yeah. of course they're going to be putting the prices up because they're you know we're their sworn enemy and they want to take us over and um, oh. so it'd be nice if uh, for those innovators out there if they can find a way to do batteries without the lithium and look at resources within the United States we are a country of innovators so I'm looking forward yeah. to different ways to provide be interesting to see well. what happens here you also had an issue with black Black Lives Matter uh, a short while ago, right? I seem to recall something came up about Black Lives Matter. No, that's really not a big problem in Endicott. Our, our people of color are very, very supportive of a lot we do. What you heard was there was a protest that, in Endicott yeah, that was please. brought from, but it was all people from Rochester. Nobody from Endicott or Binghamton were very much involved. It was from Rochester, and they were boycotting 12 prisoners who died in prison. They had a legitimate reason. Our police let them block Main Street for 12 minutes for those people who died. 
everybody was respectful on both sides. There was a little bit of problem because just before that, uh, there was a motorcycle group that went over to the Veterans Memorial to honor the veterans. And they, they had a few words, but the police took care of it. They were very, very uh, decent. They just wanted to protest, and then they left. In the village you know, of Endicott, I have taken classes on diversity so that we can take care and make sure we don't have these problems. Well, that's great, Mayor. You know, um, a lot of these protests are people bust in from other parts, and they're not really from your town. And we all know now that we, everybody in the world likes, you know, can identify with the sentiment, Black Lives Matter. To me, all lives matter. Um, mm-hmm. But the organization we now know is a Marxist organization, and they're, they're sent to create chaos in communities. So it sounds like you're, you're, you handled it well. Your police department handled it really well. Well, uh, yes, yeah, and, and, and <laughs> I'm, really, I'm really, really happy to see uh, conditions here moving in the right direction because you had a lot of problems at Endicott for a long time, economic with the loss of businesses, and it looks really good, yeah. I have to tell you. I mean, it looks like a... You can tell when you come to a city, is it moving up or down? It looks like a city that's moving up. So hopefully we'll get together later and have a chance to talk in more detail. Okay, Mayor? That thank sounds you. great. Thank you so much. And thank you for letting us in your city. Yes, <laughs> Good luck. You. Oh, I was going to call you Dr. Jackson. <laughs> thank you, Mayor Jackson. Thanks. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, was, thank you. That was interesting. Three miles and how many? 12,000 people? I didn't realize. I think I have that in my apartment building. (laughs) You have that in your apartment (laughs) building.